So my name's uh, Christine McKinnon. Um, I'm left or right back and I have been playing for over a year now for Queen's Park. And how did you get into football? When did you start playing and why? Um, I started playing football, when was it? Back in primary, I think I was the only girl in the playground playing with the boys. Um, and then played with all the boys teams throughout. I was only went to high school, that's when I joined the girls team. Then moved down to the mainland, played with different clubs, Dundee United, Westerlands, and then finally arrived at Queen's Park. Obviously you're saying you came to the mainland, so tell us a bit actually about growing up in Lewis and, and sports like, what, you know, what sort of facilities and what was it like on an island? Yeah, so uh, I played with the boys all throughout primary um, and then I joined the girls team for the school team in Nicholson, that's my high school. So we did really well, we won North Scotland a few years in a row, uh, we won the Scottish Cup, but there's no um, league for girls at home. So I played for the Lewis and Harris ladies team, um, but we didn't get any leagues or other teams to play. We competed in the Island Games, so that's like an international kind of competition every two years, but apart from that, it was just school games that we got, so yeah, there wasn't many games for us. So you say that you've been at Queen's Park for over a year now. So what's been your most memorable game since you've been here? Uh, memorable? Probably the last game when we were against Hoops. And it was like the last minute that goal went in for the equaliser. Yeah, you can't not say that was probably the best game and then that was got, got us promotion. So yeah, that was class. What did you what did you think at the time? Like, I mean, it was very, it definitely, to use a cliche, was end-to-end -end stuff. And obviously we went behind. Did you think we would be able to get the point or? I think because we played the Hibs before, it was a bit of a, we know this team. And then knowing obviously there was a backstory of the other teams and what was going on behind behind the scenes. Um, all, all that, putting all that in together, it was just getting that last minute on the last, that goal in the last minute, you just couldn't write it. It was just... Yeah, it was class. <laughs> what were the celebrations like? Oh, mental. Yeah, I think it was just straight to the pub. <laughs> Shouldn't be saying that, but yeah, no, it was class. Um, work wasn't so great the next day, but it was worth it. <laughs> Tell me something about playing for Queen's Park, what it means to you, and, and sort of describe the club. Oh, so I, I enjoy going to football. Like, they're just a good group of girls. They're my friends. We get trips, so we had a trip away down to Manchester, but I honestly love it. One for the training class, the atmosphere is great. Um, everyone's just so friendly. It's a great team to play for. And what about the the actual club itself? You know, the history. Queens Park has it has a very long history and the facilities. Tell me a bit about that. About what that feels like at the at the club. Yeah, it's a good club to play for. Obviously, you hear so many stories of how many players have come through Queens Park. I like um, have made it quite big so yeah it's a great club to play for um, and the facilities are great and of course all the stuff now with Hamden being sold and the club getting new it's all getting redeveloped so yeah it's exciting for playing for them. You said that when you started off in football you had to play with the boys Um, what would you say are the biggest sort of changes in the women's game then, when, when you look at it now from when you first started? Oh, it's huge. Even like on, for the island difference, there's loads of girls' teams playing now. Um, they're all coming through. Um, it's, a lot, it's, it's really big now, the women's league. 
um, it's really, it's, a, it's amazing to see. Do you just wish it was kind of like that when we were coming up? I suppose we're part of the movement going forward. So no, it's really encouraging to see so many young girls playing and not having to be the only girl in the, in the boys teams. <laughs> it's great. What, what would you say to any, any girls or any boys as well, I guess, anybody watching who, who's thinking, why should I play football? What is it about football that you love that you would say, oh, here's why you should play? It's a great game. You get to have a kick around with your pals, your mates, and um, play different teams. Um, it's good exercise. It's good fun. Yeah, I just don't see why you wouldn't. <laughs> At Queen's Park, let's just say you've got a big game coming up and you've been put in charge of the music. What top three tunes are you going to play before a game? Oh, top three. That's hard. You've got to have Susan Boyle on for Frankie. That's a must, like a ritual. Um, the other two, Ash loves a bootleg. That's a good game goer. Um, and then just whatever's happening. I'm normally on, on the music, so we just got to keep the playlist up to date, keep everyone happy. <laughs> What's your particular favourite? Oh, I couldn't choose. I don't think I could choose. Um, yeah, I couldn't choose. It's always changing. <laughs> what footballer? Well, I guess it's pretty much who's your favourite footballer of all time, male or female? Who's, who's a person? Who would be your poster boy? Oh, uh, how'd be Ali McCoy, I think. Yeah. Tell me, tell me why. What, did, what, what is it about Ali McCoy that you loved? Uh, one, he's a Rangers player. Two, he's yeah, just class. Great game. Still following him up to date now on his radio and stuff. So, yeah, he was a sensational player. He's class. Okay, if you were to um, play an all-star five-a-side, you're to pick your top five then. Who would make it into Christine's top, top five? Oh, goodness. Um, top five. I'm Koist, Paul Gascoigne, Mohamed Salah, Deli Ali, and you've got to have Messi in it, I think. Yeah, that'd be top five. Okay, so what would Christine McKinnon's FIFA rating say? Um, strengths would probably be, I hate saying this, but it's probably speed on the wing, I'd say. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> what ambitions do you have for Queen's Park, whenever the season resumes? What, what would be for you? What are you aiming for at the club in this big season ahead? Obviously just to stay, stay where we are, stay in that league. Um, we want new players coming in, so gel well, play well. And obviously, as a player, you just want to be making that starting 11 every week. But yeah, I think we just need to keep doing what we're doing and work hard and remain in the playing two leagues. So yeah. Do you enjoy the training aspect of the game? And if so, what part? Yeah, love training. Um, it's good just to get out, be with the girls. Training's class, Mark's really good coach and obviously the work Michael's putting in behind the scenes right now um, he started off the year with us um, and now he's doing Zoom class with us three times a week so yeah they've got it covered um, and the nutritional side as well Mark, Michael's really got involved with that so yeah training can't fault it. Are you confident going, going ahead on the season do you feel personally do you see a difference in your own? You know, do you feel like you have progressed here at Queen's Park? Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, I think so. I think stepping up in the league, you obviously know there's a lot more pressure with it. Um, so we're all told, you know, 
if you want to put the, the work in and you, you've got to show us it. So knowing that you've just got to up your game, everyone's put the work in, there's new players come in, which is really exciting. So yeah, it's the best thing to happen, I think. It's a good uh, attitude to have. What about um, off the pitch? What, what excites you or what's your passion? Or tell, tell us a bit about actually what you do, in fact, what you're studying and what, what you enjoy to do with your spare time. Yeah, so most of my spare time is football, I must say, but um, I'm studying real estate at Glasgow Cali. So I'm actually in my placement year at a property firm. So I'm working there up until August. Um, so right now I'm working from home, the nine to five. Nine to five and then football, <laughs> that's basically been it. And I used to go out, now and again. <laughs> Not on a Saturday night though, eh? <laughs> it was only on a Friday. <laughs> What sort? What would you? Um, what advice would you give to somebody? Because sometimes in football, um, obviously there's there's the highs of the winning, which you know you spoke of that great high last season. But what about the the times where where you're losing? Whether it's the team losing collectively, or if you're injured, or if you feel you're not performing, how do you pick yourself up in those times? I think that's the best thing about football is it's a team game. So no matter how bad you feel you might be playing, there's 10 other players on that pitch and it's for them just to keep, keep you motivated. You've got to keep yourself motivated and just until you're off that pitch, you just got to put in the work and that's all you can do. Because if everyone had the same attitude of giving up, you wouldn't get anywhere. So, what do you, What's your view of the sort of coaching role? of Because obviously you're this side of it. And so from, from a player's point of view, how important... Are, are the coaches and what difference can they make to the team? Yeah, huge difference. You've got to have a coach that is, knows their stuff for a start. Um, but also you want them to have a laugh with you, but also um, discipline you. You don't, you don't want to be taking the make at training. So um, someone that teaches you well, keeps you focused, checks up on you, um, but then is also there to have a laugh. Um, so yeah, we have a good laugh with the coaches at Queen's Park, but we're also there to get the job done. So yeah, it's a good mix of both, I think. And what would you say football has given you sort of like skills for life? Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you feel that, that from your football you transfer? Yeah, there's loads of skills. Um, even just like leadership, you've got to step up, make decisions in a game, decision-making, working within a team, um, even just getting to know new people. You, you start a new team not knowing anyone, so, and then you make friends for life and stuff. So yeah, a lot of communication skills and fitness and yeah, there's so much to take away from it.